Hello and welcome. I'm Whitney. And I'm Courtney. And we are the Witch Source. And thank you for joining us today. We are a couple days late, but that's because I was on vacation uh, last week. And so we're catching up um, by doing today's episode on Lamas, also known as Lunasa, mm -hmm. um, which was on August 1st. So we're just a few days late. Just a few. And you were starting to say something, right, as we went live. Oh, maybe not the correspondences. There's so um, many. I know, there are a lot. And, and I don't know if people use them or not, though. That's the whole thing. To some people, the correspondences might be really, really important. I'll tone it down. How's that? All right. If you guys love the whole list of correspondences, let us know in the comments. <laughs> Nobody's joined us live yet to be able to answer that. I know, but the people listening, you know. Okay, eventually let us know. <laughs> right. Out there in YouTube world or wherever you listen to your this podcast. Wherever you may be. Drop us a letter. What? Let us know, and we would love to hear from you in general anyway. Right. Let us know who you are and that you're listening and what you guys want to know more about or hear more of. Um, I'm going to get in the group in case anybody comments there so that we can see it. Okay, cool. All right. So what have you been up to, sister? We haven't talked since I've been gone. Oh, well, let's see. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I told everyone. I graduated. Yay. So I'm not. Yay, you. you are now graduated and tell us uh, what you earned and in what, et cetera. Okay. Um, I got a bachelor's in accounting finance. So because um, accountant is my day job. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was a four year education that I actually wound up completing in two years. It was a lot of hard work, um, but cutting the time down in half, that was awesome. Um, now that's done and I can have my life back and, you know, have more time for the witch source and more time yeah. for the family. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why, you know, Whitney has really been the face of the witch source is because, you know, I was constantly writing papers and doing assignments and just trying to survive life for the past two years. Yeah. What you guys don't know is like a lot of even, you know, our products, we, we make ourselves pretty much. Right. So um, I would have to like go to her house and, we would work on stuff in between her doing homework or papers, or she would come spend weekends here where we could, you know, make, make our products, but also do the ritual and the spell crafting piece behind it too, put the magic into it. Mm -hmm. um, and then while I'm working on some stuff, she would be writing our papers or doing her research. And so it's been, it's been a lot. So, but I'm, I'm glad Thank you, Deanne. She said congratulations to Thank you. you. Um, so, yeah, we are. Um, I'm excited to get mm -hmm. you uh, back and active, more active. So you right. guys will probably be uh, seeing and hearing more from her. And we actually are planning a magical weekend in a couple of weeks. So uh, we'll be turning out even more stuff for you guys and planning the year ahead. Yes. So, we got a lot of new things we want to incorporate and start doing and um, get you guys uh, just get more involved and help help us stay magical and help you guys stay more man magical um, and hopefully take the witch source even further oh. um, and and get more done. Hey, Erin, um, sister graduated. I do. I did. I am now. I'm educated. <laughs> smart she got her bachelor's in accounting and finance so we took a pause to to celebrate that and catch up um on what we've been doing 
Hey, David, thanks for joining. Um, so that's what, what sister's been up to, getting all graduated. And of course, I went on vacation. Um, Katie <laughs> too. Um, and saw some of our, our family out in Nebraska. So that was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Erin. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you just got back from Nebraska for a week long trip. And uh, we're actually going back to Nebraska in uh, uh, in October. So anyone really, Okay, you guys. So there are some like we'll call them local haunts where we grew up in Nebraska. Um, so maybe we can sneak away the two of us for an evening mm -hmm. and do a live. Is it me that went, or about... was it Whitney that went? Somebody let us know. Oh, did we freeze? Hey, you, you you went out for a second. I don't know if it was me or if it was you. Oh, gosh. I hate when that happens. I know. Um, I was just saying that we could maybe when we're out there, sneak away and do a live and talk about the uh, the, the haunts of in Nebraska. Yes. I wonder if we could go find Hannah's grave. Yes, exactly. So, uh we will try to add that to the list when we go out there on um, in October because it's perfect timing. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, yeah. and I want to go to Vala's Pumpkin Patch. If you have ever made your way through Nebraska, it's in Papillion, and you have to go see Vala's Pumpkin Patch because I have lived here. I've lived, you know, I, I'm in we're in North Carolina. I've lived in South Carolina. And to be honest, um, when it came, when it comes to pumpkin patches, Vala's is hands down the best. So that's Papillion, Nebraska. If you guys ever get a chance to be going through there in October, which is where we'll be. So, um, but yeah, we also need to hunt down some new um, events to be at where you guys can come see us. Yes. Because we'd love to have you guys uh, come say hi. Um and we have some new friends that we'll be introducing next week on our podcast. Um, and there might be a lot of really cool things happening uh, with us and them come next year. So, um, yeah, lots of good, cool, good things happening. Um, and, oh, I did want to say before I forget, I am starting a healing post uh, in the group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, the Witch Source Society, um, please go join. So I'm going to start uh, weekly doing a post in the group where you can comment, uh, if you want some healing energy sent your way, or you can put like for my pet, for my child or somebody, you know, something like that, you know, um, but you just comment and say, you know, that you would like the healing energy. Now the catch is, cause there is a catch that when you comment, you also need to take pause and send out love, light, and healing energy to everybody who has already commented on the post and has yet to comment in the post. So what I'm hoping to do is start just a chain of um, sending out, you know, good vibe healing energy because I think that we all kind of really need that right now. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to uh, my astrologer friend, Charles, uh, on Monday he was saying astrologically, there's a lot going on, uh, especially with Saturn, which is our challenger. So um, we're all kind of facing some stuff right now. And I think that's something we all could benefit from. And just taking the moment to do that uh, weekly, I think will help everybody. So please go join us in the group if you're not already there. Um, and just look for that post and we'll start doing it weekly. Um, and we want to start doing a little bit more in the group, but we'll get everything ironed out when we have our magical weekend here soon and do our planning uh, and we'll keep you guys updated and also look for new products uh, in the next couple weeks we're going to get a bunch of stuff posted up um, we also have our uh, sacred Samhain soap that we need to get more of made and posted up uh, so you guys can go ahead and get it ready and purchased up for Samhain um, Ooh, I do love that soap. You know, I've not actually used it, but I, I mean, it, it's the same recipe uh, as my other soaps, but it does incorporate buttermilk in it um, and the smell. 
I am really, really particular about my pumpkin scent. Um, a lot of it smells fake, but this is the closest. I mean, it's I could eat it. It's great. And I know you said you haven't used it, which we love the smell of it. Um, but you guys, there are, if you go check out, um, which you can go check out our Etsy store. There are rave reviews um, on a lot of our products, but it really benefits us a lot better if you guys go directly to our website, thewitchsource.com to purchase, mm -hmm. because then we don't have to pay all the Etsy fees. Um, and you will notice that things are a little bit cheaper on the website than on Etsy. And that is because we're trying to cover some of those fees and costs. So if you want to get some cool stuff and help us out, um, yeah, that would be a, a way to do it. Um, okay. Now that we've got through some of that, uh, stuff, let's jump right on into Lamas, um, also known as Lunasa. And I, let me tell you, if you go to look it up, it is not L-L-A-M-A-S. <laughs> like I had, I had uh, you know, a senior moment and I was like, Lamas, let me type that in. And I'm like, why is nothing pulling up? It was all about llamas. <laughs> the best part about this, you guys, is I text her and I spelled it correctly when I text her. I was like, hey, let's we need to do, you know, llamas because we missed it last week. And she was like, OK, yeah, great. So she had the spelling and just totally pulled a blonde moment and did not even. I know. I, I was spelled it out. Not going to lie. I was like why what is the what is the problem here so i'm like all right pagan holidays because i i am almost 100 percent sure that i am putting this in right you know to research and no come to find out it if you want to look it up it is l-a-m-m-a-s <laughs> get it right otherwise you're just going to see a bunch of llamas the animal so funny all right now as you guys know, how we roll this is I pull my stacks and stacks of books and she pulls the internet resources and then we combine the two. And just so that everybody's aware, yes, uh, if you're new to our podcast, we do try to pull from um, reputable sites, not yes. just your uh, average, you know, Wikipedia or whatever comes up. We're definitely not giving you TikTok info. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, um, having just graduated, uh, yay. Um, no, but having just graduated, I do try to go for the scholarly, more, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, authoritarian sites. Yeah, yeah. So um, that being said, let's jump right on in. And I did say she asked me to go a little bit light on the correspondences. Um, and I know there's a lot, but I don't know if you guys like the correspondences and if you need them for, you know, your rituals or whatever that you're doing. So I will try to uh, run through them fairly quickly. We'll get those out of the way. We'll talk about some history. We'll talk about some fun things that you guys can do um, to celebrate. I know we're technically past being it was August 1st, but it's never too late to celebrate and have a reason to go do something fun and magical, right? I'm all for that. <laughs> so, okay. Um, as I said, it's August 1st. Um, some, some people list it as uh, July 31st, and some even put it all the way to August 2nd. Um, and historically, they think it was celebrated for weeks. So um, I think we're still in the good here. Um, the solar uh, system, the planet, is the moon um, and the sun. Um, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> the moon phase associated with it's typically waning colors are brown, gold, orange, yellow, white, and green. It is the season of summer. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Trees are apple, myrtle, oak, rowan, herbs, um, and garden, uh, items would be blackberries, aloe, ginseng, and of course, all of your grains, because this is a harvest festival. 
Okay, so you're looking at all of your um, stuff like corn, wheat, rice, oats, etc. Because it was your um, your harvest festival. It's the first harvest festival, and I'm jumping ahead. I know, but you know, I think it, it's relevant. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, gems and crystals. So if you want to decorate your altar. Uh, you can incorporate citrine is a great one, yellow diamonds, uh, peridot, tiger's eye, uh, golden topaz, opal, and ametrine. I love ametrine. So pretty. Uh, okay. So let's see. Animals would be your cattle, um, your chickens or your rooster, and intentions. I'll throw these magical intentions out here very quickly and then we'll get to some more later. But um, any kind of magic for accomplishment, agriculture, changes, um, challenges, darkness, uh, death, endings, release, and transformation. So if you're wanting to, you know, release some things, um, that kind of thing. Uh, let's see. Goddesses are Demeter, Freya, um, Ishtar, Kor, Persephone, uh, and the gods are, of course, Lu and Odin. Um, the Green Man, of course, and John Barleycorn. Yes. Okay. All right. So now that that's out of the way, I'm going to slide this book over. Would you say the Harvest Queen? I did not, but yes, I would say that. I did not say that. Uh, also called the grain mother. Yeah. So harvest queen, grain mother, harvest mother, earth mother. Uh, yeah, all, all of those. And Lamas, it actually stands for uh, loaf mass. So. Yes. Some uh, other names I have. Let me run through these really quick. Lamas. Okay. Um, we've got Lamas Tide, La Lunaise. Uh, Kalen Ost, and I'm sorry if I'm slaughtering these, especially since they're probably, you know, Celtic, Scottish, Irish, some of them, and I don't have that. Speak Gaelic to it, you know, I don't have that. Um, August Eve and Garland Sunday, and of course, Lunasa, or Lunased. I think some people call it Lunased in some places. I saw that as one pronunciation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh. Yeah. So, okay, go ahead. Continue on. Oh. Uh, loaf mass. Loaf mass. Okay. So, yeah. So, the church did take that over. Right. Uh, which is where Lamas, loaf mass. Uh, what didn't the Catholics take <laughs> over at this point? You know? Right. <laughs> it's one of those things. Um, so, being a part of a harvest. Um, one of the traditional things is making a bread. And there are recipes all over the internet where you can make llamas bread or uh, lanasa bread. So mm -hmm. we don't need to give you a recipe on that, but it is a good thing to do in connection with this holiday. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I also saw something that said a good one to make um, to incorporate you know, not just the harvesting of um, the grains, but also the fruits and the vegetables that are ready for harvest. So zucchini bread. <gasps> I love zucchini bread. I know, me too. I haven't had it in so long, but that would be a great one to make. I'm not making bread, though. I'm off the carbs, guys. I was going to say you could make us some zucchini bread and bring for our magical weekend. All right. That's okay. Maybe if I use the carbulose, which is... Okay. Carb-free flour. It actually um, doesn't taste bad. Okay. I mean, you know, I'm down to try anything. Yeah, I made biscuits out of it. Carbulose, guys. <laughs> so much better than almond flour. Um, but, I mean, yeah. So, it is also the festival of Lou, which is, you know, the Celtic sun god, god of light. Um, and August is considered his sacred month. Um so, you know, and it, it goes along with, you know, along with bringing in the harvest, you also have the get togethers of selling, um, celebrations, right. the, the, the whole community get together. 
mm -hmm. uh, which a lot of times you see at, you know, a lot of these festivals and holidays, especially the ones that were, um, you know, adopted by the church to try to convert people. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what these times were. They were gatherings. They settled business. They, um, you know, they had their marriages. They had their hand fastings. They had their celebrations and their dances and all of these things. It was a lot about um, community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, it's also considered an auspicious month for hand fasting and weddings. Yes. And I can't at this point. What month isn't? <laughs> I mean, really, because again, you go back to, you know, there's something continuously going on as we go through the will of the year. And they were, they were the gathering times. It was that mm -hmm. opportunity to do these things. Um, so of course you're going to keep running into that. Oh yeah. Now I do want to mention that this, this celebration, this holiday um, is the halfway point between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. Yes. So it is the middle of, summer. And yes, it's that time for bringing in the harvest, a time for reaping what is sowed, but also a time for gratitude, um, you know, for the abundant harvest, which was very, very important because again, this is the first of three harvest festivals, um, you know, to prepare for the winter time. So after uh, Lunasa, you have Maybon and then Samhain is the final harvest. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's all very important. And that's still important today because, you know, if you think about if we don't have a good harvest now, you know, we're not going to have the stuff in the grocery stores to go buy. Prices go up. Ridiculously expensive. So it's still very important. It's still important to give um, thanks and gratitude to the universe, the divine, the gods and goddesses, whatever it is that you believe in. Um, that's how it works. And I think when we get away from being a culture that gives that gratitude, even for the smallest of things, the food literally on our plates um, that we tend to overlook and rush through nowadays, I think that gets us further and further away from our roots, from our magical roots, from you know the, the pagan side of things where everything was about the land and nature. Um, it really is that important and this is the start of that holding us over through until spring you know when we could start to, to plant again and get through well it makes me think um you know we're pretty much what one two generations away from where most people grew the vegetables that they ate and you think of world war ii and the victory gardens that everyone kept so right people were definitely more connected to their food. Whereas mm -hmm. now, I mean, you hear the joke about, you know, the woman going, well, why do, why do we need farmers? You just go to the grocery store and buy your vegetables. I haven't heard that one. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, I've, I've heard that from several different locations. Generations. I mean, that's one of the things, you know, that homeschooling my, our kids and, you know, the name of our school is Germanton Homestead Academy because I want to teach them the homesteading practice, raising animals, growing your own food, mm -hmm. knowing how to live off the land that you live on. Um, and that very much feeds back to, you know, this, you know, the, these harvest festivals is... Right knowing, you know, that you're one bad crop away from potential death. Very being true. thankful for what you have. Very, very true. Hey, Chantel, we're talking about Lamas and Lunasa, mm -hmm. um, the first of the three harvest festivals, mm -hmm. uh, which was on August 1st. But, uh, you know, traditionally, they think this uh, celebration went on for several weeks. So we are still in our... Uh, good time frame to still celebrate uh this festival uh this um celebrate celebration time for us pagans and witches um and it's a time of giving thanks is what we were just talking about of uh yeah. you know making sure that we can continue to eat and harvest and also though it's um a time 
well, okay, so we will start to notice a decrease in the daylight. Okay, so that's when we start to make this shift. It's going to start to become noticeable. The days will start to get a little bit shorter, um, slowly but surely, as we move to autumn. And this is also a time, though, to take stock of what have you harvested thus far in your year, in your life, uh, maybe in your magical practice. Um, oh, Okay. Okay. She said, we don't have that over here. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like a, a celebration that's done in the United States. It's, it's a pagan holiday. Right. So it's, um, one that witches celebrate. Um, and the, we're going to get into the history of that here in just a moment. We've talked a little bit briefly on it. Um, and of course we tend to focus on, um, Eastern European traditional witchcraft because that's our roots. And so that's a lot of what we, we focus on. Um, a lot of the information, of course, has a lot of uh, Wiccan uh, influence because that's so much of the information that's been available. Um, right. You know, and that's, that's shifting slowly, but surely it's shifting. Um, there's other traditions coming forward that are not, you know, Wiccan, um, you know, and, so we're getting more and more information um, and and I think people are getting back to their roots or creating their own, which magic is about making it your own. Um, <coughs> this is one of the holidays um, on the will of the year. So uh, there's a book here that I do use as reference and it is a Wiccan book, um, the Wiccan year, and you'll see all the holidays listed around. And mm -hmm. so we're talking about Lunasa right here. So um, that's what we're talking about right now. But um, it's about getting back to your roots. It's about getting back to nature um, and staying in touch with the divine through nature. Because I feel like that's a lot of how the divine speaks to us uh, is through the world and the nature uh, around us. I, and I see it more about sustaining uh, being because w when you think about it, when you're harvesting, you're not only harvesting the food for your, you know, coming up winter so that you can survive. You're also harvesting your grains for the next season. Right. Sustainability, keeping yourself alive. And, you know, something that I've heard that's also kind of akin to that is when you're a woman and you are pregnant, you know, a lot of... When, when you're pregnant and it, say you're having a daughter, your your daughter is carrying your future generations. You have generations inside of you. It's that sustainability, the, the continuing on as a people living. Right. And it's, it's very true. Again, with the, like you were saying, like with the harvest and the seeds. Mm -hmm. So we're also gathering the seeds that are holding, holding, you know, next year's crops as well and having to to hold on to that and in, in order to continue to survive mm -hmm. um and i think magically we can look at this as well and say what if we harvested thus far and what seeds do we need to pull back for ourselves you right. know what are our magical roots that maybe we are getting away from that we need to get back in touch with um you know whether that be starting a magical practice that we do monthly getting back in with the moon cycle or getting in with the wheel of the year celebrations um you know doing maybe a a, a a daily meditation practice or you know just what are you doing um to sustain yourself spiritually and magically as well um, I think this is an opportunity to look at that and to also look at what you have not yet used that you can take advantage of. Um, are there talents? Are there gifts um, that you can bring back into the world um, to help, to help yourself and to help those around you that maybe you haven't tapped into yet? Um, yes, I we totally agree, David. Paganism needs to come back. Mm -hmm. And that is all about being 
divinely connected to ourselves, to the divine, to each other, to nature, to the earth, to the world around us, um, and being continuously conscious of what are we doing, right? What are we doing? Are we staying present and aware? Are we cultivating our spirituality? Are we maintaining some kind of a spiritual practice? Um, or do we just go to um, our deities when we're in trouble? You know. Oh, she said, I'm growing sunflower in the room of care home from the seed of sunflower from my mom's funeral. First time I've grown anything. That is beautiful. Oh. That's beautiful, Chantal. I absolutely love that. And that is your way of keeping her memory and that 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 going um, mm -hmm. and moving forward. And that's something that maybe you can pass down, um, you know, and, and take some seeds from it and continue to let um, that spread. It's exactly that same thought. And it's a way of honoring not only your mother, but the divine mother, um, you know, if you're connected with the goddess as well, it's a, it's a way of honoring her as well. I absolutely love that. It's beautiful. Okay. So Lunasa represents the first day of Celtic autumn um, and is the last of the four great fire festivals of the Celtic year. So it's also, this is also a fire festival. So it's the last fire festival and the first harvest festival. So that's fun. Um, so, doing a, a bonfire or doing some more fire magic is completely appropriate right now. Uh, let's see. There was a few other things I wanted to, to mention. Did you get any information on John Barleycorn? I did not go ahead. Uh, so the sun God Lou can also be known as John Barleycorn and is the living spirit of the corn and grain. Um, so they're saying as the corn is cut down, so is, uh, John Barley corn mm. and he's surrendering his life so that you can be sustained by the grain, um, which in turn keeps the life of the community. Right. Uh, he's both eaten as bread and then reborn as a seed as it returns to earth. So that continuation and almost immortality from right. death to rebirth. And we um, also see that same uh, storyline playing out of the sacrifice mm -hmm. um, for continued life. So that is a very, very old, uh, uh, old story that um, we see in many religions and cultures around the world. Um, this is another example of it. So, yeah, it says that, you know, so when you're harvesting, the, the first sheaf of corn is the most important because it produces the first and best seed and is assurance of future harvest. Um, so, and then it said, um, let's see here, this last sheaf was also ceremonially cut and made into corn dollies and carried into the village with festivity and was central to the harvest supper. So you, you, you make bread. I mean, you definitely want to store your seeds from the first sheaf um, because they produce the best, but you would also make bread and have ceremonies out of that bread that's made from that. But then from your last harvest, your last sheaf, you would make the dollies and use those, you know, in, in the, the dolls in your festivity. Ugh, can't talk festivities. Yeah, and I saw one thing where um, you would make those and hold them over for for in bulk. Mm -hmm. um, when we come back around and you see um, those come back around and, at in bulk. So yeah, and yeah, David said uh, the cleansing fires. Absolutely, mm -hmm. um, that is what we're what it is, and it, and it is that's that final cleanse before we move into the dark times um, right. and we start to go within. So. Uh, lot of lot going on there um let's see i think we covered all of that so i'm good on this one <laughs> moving through all my books um i did have a little bit on um the history here of lou the god lou okay. um 
Okay, so, oh, there is also an Irish alternate spelling. So we have uh, Lamas, which is, like you said, L-A-M-M-A-S. Right. And then we have uh, Lunasa, which is L-U-G-H-N-A-S-A-D-H. And then there is an, an alternative Irish spelling of L-U-N-A-S-A. Oh, just yeah, almost more like uh, a frenetic. Yes. <laughs> um, so Lou is the yes Celtic solar god, um, and he's also aligned with uh, the Roman Mercury, um, who was also a trickster god. But Lou was uh, had a lot of talents and and abilities. So he was considered a healer, a blacksmith, a magician. Uh, a poet and a warrior um, and the inventor of all the arts. So if you are an artist um, of any kind, an artisan, a bard, a crafter, you can call upon Lou when you need help. Um, and he can definitely help. So, and of course we've talked about how important the, the harvest is um, and it, it probably lasted for weeks. And some of the other festivities could have included horse racing, fairs, um, exchanging of crafts, and of course the food. Um, some other things that you can look at. Oh, another thing that was done was the visiting of sacred wells. Oh. Yeah. So it was a like a, a, a last chance to go visit some of the sacred water sites, the water, the, the wells. Um oh and ask Lou for healing through those sacred wells. So it's interesting that um, we again see that fire and water combined in Lou being the sun god and the fire festival, and then the visiting of the, the wells and the planet being the moon, uh, mm -hmm. again for um, Lamas and Lunasa. So I find it quite interesting, all the different polarities that come into play sometimes here. Right. All right, so I found some of that, and then, um, let's see, we talked about, oh, so it's also a good time to think about what kind of projects or goals that you want to set, um, you know, things that you want to harvest, uh, take use of, take stock of, we talked about that a little bit, like if you have magical talents that you're not using. Mm -hmm. um, or even artistic talents that you're not using, getting back in touch with that. Um, you know, and this is, we talk about this as a time of preparing, right, for, um, you know, when we go within and we right. go into that hibernation mode in the dark time. Um, if you take now to tap into those unused talents, stirring up that passion and getting back in touch with those unused talents and passions can be the thing that will carry you through that dark time, especially people that tend to get the, the seasonal depression right. um, when there's less sun. And so, you know, there's, there's less gatherings, it's cold, we want to stay inside, uh, those kinds of things, and we're less social. Go ahead now and get back in touch with yourself get back in touch with your passion, get back in touch with um, those creative and artistic roots within you um, so that you're ready and you have something to get you through these dark times that are coming. Because I think so many of us suffer during that time when take that and instead of sitting in that space of sadness and darkness, go create something beautiful, right? Go, go dance, uh, paint, write draw, uh, do your magic, um, whatever it is that you do, you know, if you have a greenhouse, you know, keep your gardening going. If that's your thing, um, cultivate your, your gardens inside that you can, you know, take care of those plants indoors, whatever it is for you. Um, but now is that prep time. Um, so keep that preparation going into, again, that spiritual self as well, as you prepare to move forward. Hey, Jeanette, thanks for joining. I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> but I was also going to say, there are those of us that have reverse seasonal depression where summer is just the absolute worst. I hate summer. Don't say that. I don't like summer. Okay, at least you don't hate it. 
No, summer's the act. Summer's the worst. I love summer. Then again, we live in the South. It's right. The, ugh, it's the worst. The humidity. The humidity. The everything. Everything about summer. Other than the fact that it makes food. I have no <laughs> desire to go outside, be outside, do anything having to do with outdoors. Give me fall or winter anytime. So that just goes to show how much that she loves me because she will go with me to the pool and she will go with me to the beach, which we have a trip coming up here soon. Which I carry umbrellas and like gobs of sunscreen and completely try and stay in the shade the entire time. You you would think she is like a gothic vampire if you were to see her on the beach. Her little black parasol covering her up and loads of white sunscreen. Last time we did go to the beach, I did carry an umbrella. It was a black umbrella. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> so it totally fits. Yep. I'm going to get a parasol. You I'm should. Totally good one. And gloves. I'm, I'm going to get gloves. There you go. The we, should get, shall, we should get matching ones, but different colors. Yeah. The sun shall never touch my skin. <laughs> Guys, I I am our dad is a redhead, a freckled redhead. Yep. And where Whitney has the ability to tan, um a little bit. I have absolute zero ability to tan at all. I've actually tried tanning booths. They said don't come back. <laughs> so funny. Julia said, Oh, it's humid here in the UK. Love it. <laughs> uh, humidity. My okay. So I have thick hair that's somewhat curly wavy and you give me humidity and I look like a powder puff. <laughs> so funny. I look like a Pomeranian that's all fluffed up. Okay. So let's dive into some of the fun stuff. What can you do to celebrate? So what are the, some of the things that you can do um, to try to enjoy this uh, warm weather as we move into the dog days of summer, which I have some info on that too we can talk about. Um, but we already talked about you can make bread. Uh, zucchini bread would be a great one. You can do uh, build a fire. Uh, you can have a picnic. You can make a wreath out of grain. That would be very fitting. Mm -hmm. You can do some camping. Go camping. I do like camping. Uh, fertility magic is a good one right now, as well as abundance and prosperity magic. Uh, of course, we had um, marriages and hand fastings. It's a great time for that. Divination is great right now as well. Um, here's one that is maybe uh, a little different, but I liked it when I came across it. Um, blessing the things in your kitchen. Oh, so getting your kitchen witchery on and going through and blessing your um, kitchen staples. So mm -hmm. your flour, your sugar, your salt, your pepper, you know, your herbs that you have, um, the things in your kitchen that, you know, help if you have like a bread maker, um, you know, items in your kitchen that you use and going through and, and blessing them um, and giving thanks for them um, is something that you can do right now as well. So saying that, um, I have seen where they have the stickers that you can put on your stand mixers to make them magical. I want a magical stand mix mixer. I mean, I have a stand mixer that I never use, but uh, totally looks really cute in the corner of my kitchen counter. So yeah. I'm going to need these stickers. Yeah, you you get the stickers. And I think they're for KitchenAids. I don't have a KitchenAid. I've got a Cuisinart, but I don't see why it wouldn't work. So just saying. Okay, we got to find these stickers. Yes. Uh, Chantel, totally. That, my dad's redhead. Whitney and I are both what brown, brown haired. I tell you, hints. Right. yeah, hints of red in it, but yeah, that ginger skin. Whew. Yeah, it's the worst. I freckle, and my freckles get bigger. Right. Aaron, uh, I didn't. You burn too easily. Wow. Mm -hmm. Ouch. 
you know, dark, I can tan, but our sense of skin and burn easily. So you can tan, but you're, you're more likely to burn. That's me. I can tan, but I got to be careful or I will burn. Now right. sister over here, she just burns. <laughs> our parents, when we were younger, our parents would, you know, oh, let's go to the beach. Let's go to whatever. And then go to the lake. Camping. Let's would go to the lake. Would they put sunscreen on me? Nope. You know, you get burned enough times. You're just like, nope, that's summer. That's a, that's a bad, that's a bad time. Erin, I didn't know your great-great-grandmother was Irish. That's awesome. No wonder you're drawn to our, our uh, Celtic traditional magic we talk about here. And you've got a whole mix of awesome magic too, Erin, because I know we've had conversations. Um, and you've got a whole mix of magical goodness in there that you can tap into um, as well. So that's fun that you can, you can spread that out and pull it in and make it all your own. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. So witchy things that we can do. Ooh, I've got one. Um, which I already said a few, but um, so the full moon coming up in August. So the August full moon or the first mm -hmm. full moon following uh, Lamas and Lunasa is the perfect time to go harvest your magical herbs and flowers that you will then hang up and dry and go ahead and enchant so that they hold their magical properties for future use. Ooh. So daughter-in-law goes to farmer's markets and uh, these neat little areas. So daughter-in-law, I used to have a bunch of dried herbs in my kitchen. Bring me back some, pick me up some. Yeah. So if you, if you grow your own um, or if there's like flower, like wildflowers or flowers or herbs um, that you can go harvest, wait till the, after the upcoming full moon or on the eve of the full moon, um, night of the full moon. Hey, Ra Ra, thanks for joining. Um, you can go out and harvest your, um, your herbs and your flowers and then just enchant them to, you know, hold their powers. Um, but if you don't, that you can't go harvest, then yes, go hit up your farmer's markets and stuff after that first full moon. Um, and so when I read this, it just like brought me back to that old little cottage mm -hmm. where you see all the herbs like hanging upside down all over and looking all cute and such like that's what this that's the visual that that came up when I was reading this and I was like wow I love that um that's what I used to have I, I had a bunch of antiques in my kitchen and then the hanging herbs upside down and I, I miss that I want that yeah yeah oh I can totally see taking my magical office here and just like lining the wall here with with herbs mm -hmm. um, and letting them dry out. And then they're fresh and ready to use come uh, when I want to pull something for some spell work. Yeah. Oh. That's something that you guys can definitely do. Oh, this I found that I thought was totally cool and so much fun. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking there might be a way that we can incorporate this into like some fun activity for the group, but a scavenger hunt. Oh, okay. But a magical scavenger hunt. So what this looks like is you take um, some properties and you list out some properties mm -hmm. so that you want, like um, abundance or fertility or the goddess. Or um, So you'll just take a property. And then the scavenger hunt part is you have to go out in nature and find something that corresponds with that property. Oh, okay. I just think that'd be so cool. Like so much fun. That means you have to go out and into the woods. Right. Unless I'm the one that's putting the properties out there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear this, right? <laughs> she was not happy when I told her we were going to camp on our first vendor fair. No, it, worked out. Felt, it did work out. It went well. I survived and it was great actually. It went, it, it, I really did enjoy it. Um, all things said and done because we had our two big vendor tents. So you guys know like the regular size tents are what, like 10 by 10. Yeah. We had two of those put together. So we had like a 10 by 20 space. We had all of our magical stuff for sale set up in there. And then we were camping in there. And then out of nowhere, my sister's like, I feel like we're in Harry Potter. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> so fitting. So 
Because you think oh. camping, you're going to be in this teeny tiny tent, but no, we were in this big, gorgeous, beautiful tent, and it was full mm. of magical things. So, yeah, it was totally cool. I, I didn't tell you that uh, your niece went primitive camping Monday and Tuesday. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yep. She was gone for two days, had to backpack uh, and hike to where she was staying. And yeah, she had a where, blast. Where Where did she go? Uh, I think it was Horn Creek, uh, Wilson Creek, something like that. Uh, it was over in, uh, uh, was it Pisgah National Forest or whatever? Oh, Pisgah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, well, good for her going camping. Oh, yeah. She celebrated Lamas. She right. did. She did it the right way. <laughs> she was out there totally backpacking it, living off of, you know, whatever she could take with her and that's you know, cool. loving nature. Well, let me guys, let me know you guys if that's something that you guys would maybe want to play along with in the group. We can get together like a, a scavenger hunt list and then you guys can go find stuff, take pictures and post them. We can do it together. It could be like a, a group activity. I, I like that idea. You guys let me know in the group um, if that's something you guys want to do. I also want to start to incorporate the rooms uh, in the group. Um, they will not be recorded. So if anybody's worried about us recording or saving them. So it's like a get in when you can. Right. <laughs> we won't save it. Um, but start doing more where we can all get together and see each other and chat uh, inside the group. Um, and we can do magical things like this, like the scavenger hunt or the healing circles, uh, maybe some meditation, some rituals, whatever you guys want to do. Um, but I want to incorporate more of that, but let me know what you guys think, um, what you guys want to do and see more of, but yeah, I thought that was a great one with the scavenger hunt. I think that'd be loads of fun. Um, I did find, uh, I came across a little bit of butterfly magic. Okay. It's like the time for butterflies. Oh yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, Chantel, definitely. Awesome. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, so butterfly in the city, hit up your farmer's market or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And you can get really creative too. So all you have to do is like, um, just like take the property and then look up like magical correspondences for prosperity. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it should bring back a whole list of stuff. I mean, and if it's an herb, shoot if you're in the city like go to the grocery store snap a picture of the herb on the shelf right? right or buy it up if you don't have it and you want it uh since you know it goes with prosperity um that kind of thing i just think it'd be fun a group magical fun group activity scavenger hunt um but butterflies they are the air element and they of course represent transformation and change um it, it's said that if one comes into your house it's a loved one stopping by to say hello mm -hmm. Yeah, they represent joy. Um, and it's said that where there are lots of butterflies, that there is a good amount of fairies and nature spirits. So that's fun. You know, I love my fairies. That kind of makes me upset because was it Monday, one of the puppies was like playing with something out on the ground. I'm like, what are you doing? And I look, she caught a butterfly. Oh, uh, yeah. That's sad. So when you see a butterfly, you can ask yourself, what stage of change am I in and how am I embracing it? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool to actually like take a pause and, and look and see, okay, where am I at in my stage of change? Oh, awesome, Ra Ra. Yeah. So they represent that transformation and change. So that's the question you can ask yourself. Where are you at in changing? Like, where are you at in the process? What changes have you seen and experienced and how are you accepting it? How are you fighting it? How are you embracing it? Um, so you. just before starting this podcast, when I was out on the porch, I saw a really cool, um, one of the big yellow butterflies that, mm -hmm. you know, have the black around the edges. But if you look, if looking at it, you know, the kind of tail that the Lunesta, the sleep butterfly, you know, the, in that ad, yeah, it's kind of got that tail that hangs down and back. Uh, it had that on there. I'm like, well, that was really neat. That was the first time I've ever seen a butterfly that actually had those like, um, I, want, 
I don't even tails. It's, you know, like the two tails that are split. The long, thin pieces that go yeah. down. So yeah, I've never seen that. I, now that you said that, it made me think, uh, I took baby girl to the pool yesterday and there was a big white butterfly. It might've been a moth. Right. Um, but it had the same thing. It had the long tails. I mean, this puppy was this big around. Wow. It was big. And it was on the fence uh, in the corner where we were sitting. And we had a moth the day before that Monday. There was a moth about that big um, out on our carport. And it stayed there for like a whole day. Oh, wow. That, that was a moth. And it was it was big, really big. Um, we have a lot of birds that hang out on our carport, so I was surprised he wasn't a little nervous, but I guess he was just as big as the birds, so he wasn't worried. Right. Um, oh, and a little fun fact that butterflies feed through their feet. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, that they did it through their little, their little tongues, but that was something that I came across. So I, I hope it's true. It was fun. Right. You know. Did yeah. you see it on in on the internet? Because you know you can't believe everything that's on the internet. I did not. I found <laughs> it's right here in my book. It says okay. Oh, I guess it tastes through their feet. Maybe it doesn't oh. feed, but it can taste through their feet. Okay. That's cool. All right. So final thing I wanted to share. Oh, did you have anything else you wanted to share? Uh yeah, so there's a llama's charm that uh, for gathering in abundance. Yeah. So you need a broom or your besom, um, a ribbon, uh, green for abundance, gold for prosperity and gathering, um, or ribbon and llamas harvest colors, uh, you know, something along those lines. Then a sprig of mint hmm. and you take the, um, you take the mint and tie it to the, your broom with the ribbon right. and then um let's see here you take your broom outside place both hands on the stave and focus on your intention gathering in your harvest for winter slowly turn uh turn yeah slowly turn three times in a clockwise direction then start to sweep towards your door saying by one, two, three, and four, sweep Lamas's, Lamas gifts to my door. May abundance be a, a constant friend by my hearth till winter's end. And then you do that three times and then put your broom back where it belongs. Can and you, you leave, it, leave the ribbon and uh, mint on there for as long as you want or for like a lunar month? Can you winter's done. Can you copy that and put it in the group? Sure. That way everybody can find it there. Yes. I like that. You know, Erin, it might be a possibility that Pam was coming by to say hi. Absolutely. Because she's been on my mind a lot late, lately. Um, so I could totally, yeah, it makes sense. I even went over to it and I touched it. Um, and then I was like, this might be really dumb and forgive me if it is, but I don't know if there's poisonous moths or butterflies out there. I have no idea, but it would be my luck that like I would touch the one that is. So I was like, maybe I should mess them. <laughs> but I touched him and he didn't move. <laughs> and then I was like, eh, maybe I'll leave him alone. Um, but yeah, totally a possibility. Thanks, Erin. I think you might be right. If that's what popped in your head, Definitely, I agree. Because like I said, she's been on my mind a lot. Um, so yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Def okay, yeah. Her saying hi, definitely. Thank you for that. Um, okay, yeah, if you'll put that in the group, and I'll put this one in the group. This is a prosperity witch bottle that I found that you can do during this time. So uh, you take a small bottle, a fish hook, some clover, cinnamon, and some coins. Oh. So you put all of it in the bottle while visualizing money coming in from all directions. And then you seal it. You seal the bottle with a candle. So whether you're doing like a cork and then like put wax on the cork or if it's a square, yeah. wax. But you'll seal it um, with a candle. And then the chant is, 
Money come alive and grow, pour down on me both high and low. By herb and hook and glass and coin, prosperity and I now join. Paper, money, and coins that shine come to me, for you are mine. Um, so that's your charm that you do. And then you bury your bottle near the front door or in a potted plant. Make sure it's a healthy potted plant. Um, or you can put it somewhere that it won't be uh, disturbed or messed with. Uh, if you don't have a front yard that you can bury it in or a potted plant in your house that you can put it in. Just put it up somewhere where it won't be messed with. But that's a little prosperity witch bottle to bring in um, some money and prosperity. So I thought that was fun. Um, and some finally, some things you can do. You can decorate your altar with white, yellow, gold, or orange altar cloth and use green, yellow, or orange candles. You can use bundles of herbs or grain, corn, fruits, and vegetables. Those kinds of things would be appropriate to have on your altar right now to celebrate. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to mention was the dog days of summer, which we are in. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, the dog days, they're the scorching sluggish weeks that start in July and they run through like the beginning of September typically. And they are the hottest of the summer months and we are right in them. <laughs> so the dog days originated from the, from pagan Greeks and Romans. So when the dog star Sirius rose with the sun during this last time of the year, it added its own light and power to the summer heat is the thought. Um, so the word, well, the Greek word Sirius meaning glow or scorcher. So I guess at this point in time, you can see this star Sirius in the sky and it, okay. so it's like super, super bright and glowing. And it's thought that it adds to the heat from the sun and intensifies and makes everything that much hotter. Sirius uh, is thought to be, it's in the dog constellation of, and thought to be the, the guard dog of um, uh, Orion. Oh, Orion. I thought yes. Orion. I was trying to get that out. And I, I was wanting, I wanted to say Orion, uh, Orion, I can't even say it anyway, Orion. So Orion's belt, you know, is like the three stars in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, but so Sirius is found within the constellation of Canis major or the big dog. So it's in this dog constellation in the sky. And I think in one of the last um, podcasts, we talked about the constellation app that you guys can get and take outside and it'll show you all the different constellations. So right mm -hmm. now you should be able to see this dog constellation. Um, and one of the main stars in that constellation is Sirius. Um, and it's thought to be Orion's hunting dog or guard dog. Um, so if you follow like an imaginary line to the Southeast from Sirius, you'll see Orion's belt. Um, so yeah, but the ancient Egyptians thought that the star Sirius showed up just before the start of the, the Nile's annual flooding. Um, so, and it would begin their sacred year. And of course the Nile flooding was actually very, very important because it would bring in um, new fertile soil for the yeah. year. So the flooding every year was very, very important. And this star would always show up right before the Nile would start flooding. Um, so it was important to the ancient Egyptians. And in ancient Rome, the dog days were marked between July 23rd and August 23rd because they said it, only dogs would be crazy enough to be out in the heat. So again, yeah. the dog days. Um, but so the extra star power was thought to wilt uh, plant, plants and flowers, but also in inflame passions. And so I guess that's where we also get the term starstruck. Gotcha. Because a star would come out and everybody would be have their passions turned on high and be starstruck and get a little crazy. Randy <laughs> days of summer. Right, exactly. And actually the old farmer's almanac um, still has the dog days as July 3rd to August 11th. Oh, okay. um, yeah, and these dates match the ancient timing 
um, of Sirius coming over the horizon and being able to be seen that the star. So, um, and Sirius is still the brightest star in the heavens next to the sun. Oh, Oh, well, okay. Well, speaking on that, remember, get your sky. What was that app again? Yeah, that's what I was saying. We, we mentioned whatever it was in one of the prior uh, podcasts. Sky, sky view. Sky view. Sky view. Mm -hmm. So you can get that app out and go find Sirius in the dog constellation. Yeah, it, they've got a free version, but they've also got a paid version. I think it's like $1.99. So you know, it's not that much. I understand. I get a lot of free apps because, you know, sometimes, you know, every little dollar helps. Right. But, um, yeah, definitely. That well, is, happy birthday, Rara. Rara said that um, my birthday is on Sunday. So happy birthday to you. Awesome. Happy birthday. All right, you guys. Well, that is all I had for Lamas and Lunasa. So some magical fun things that you guys can do. Um, check out the constellation. Go harvest your magical herbs and flowers. Light a bonfire. Have some fun. Um, and you guys will post up some of these little rituals and stuff in the group in case you guys want to do them. We'll get those added. Um, and I'll try to get together some fun things to do for the scavenger hunt. Maybe it's something that we can do like... Um, we might can do it to sell, help celebrate um, in the group. We can do a scavenger hunt to celebrate the wheel of the year as we move through. Okay. That would be fun. I think a, a Samhain scavenger hunt would be fun. And a Yule. I actually just went to the, uh, the Farmer's Almanac. And they do mm -hmm. have a whole thing for Lamas Day. And they do go in. I'm, I'm really surprised. So they talk about the Catholic Mass. Mm -hmm. um, but then they also go into how um, it is a Celtic holiday for uh, Lanasa and feasting of the wedding of the sun. They even go into the um, the trial marriages. Well, now they don't call it hand fasting, but they do bring up and mention the trial marriages that could end without question after a year. Right. The hand so, fasting. Good for you, Farmer's Almanac. Way to go. Way to be on top of it, keeping that paganism alive. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week. We've got a really fun and exciting interview uh, with some new friends of ours. Um, so they're very knowledgeable. Um, they're druids, and I think they're going to be really fun to talk about and another resource for you guys. Oh. So um, I think you will enjoy it. So uh, if you have not, please check us out. We're on Facebook at The Witch Source. The group is The Witch Source Society. Um, check out our website. It's a way that you can go get some fun magical supplies or get a reading, um, and that helps support us. It's thewitchsource.com. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Please be sure to subscribe. And you guys, please share. Um, yeah. We're trying to up our uh, number of subscribers on YouTube. And Facebook, of course. Um, but we unlock uh, new things that we can do when we get on uh, YouTube to, uh, I think it's a thousand subscribers, which I know we're a ways from. But slowly but surely we will get there. So we appreciate uh, every little hit there as well. We're also on Instagram. Um, you can check us out there. And yeah, I think that's it. We've got lots of new cool, fun things coming up in the next few weeks um, as we get ready for our witchy new year of Samhain. Um, but until then, you guys have fun, stay magical, enjoy these dog days, and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Stay magical. Mm -hmm.